Welcome. I can't say just Anchor FM anymore because you can actually find me on on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Music, Overcast, at My Financial Specialist in L.A. That's at My Financial Specialist in L.A. Uh, you can probably just Google that or Google Clint, Clint Marmon, Clint J. Marmon, and uh, you'll find me on Google. You go, you'll find... you'll. You'll find the links. You'll get to the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in today. We're having a very special conversation. And that intro, all that meant, that intro meant that today we're having a very, very interesting conversation that it's going to be fire today. Thank you so much for tuning in for the next 10, maybe next 10 minutes, I would probably say. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Um... Make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow, make sure that you share my, my podcast with whoever you feel like should be listening. Um, if I'm your, your dirty little secret, then uh, that's, that'll be great. That'll be awesome. Let's do it. Um, second, mark your calendars. April 18th, not 420, 418, Wednesday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. At, at the Braemar Country Club. In Tarzana, beautiful golf course, very beautiful golf course, very, very lovely setting. Come out and network. We're going to be empowering women in real estate, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fire, guys. If you guys are in real estate, if you guys are in entrepreneurs, if you guys sell Herbalife, if you sell, if you sell makeup, if, you, if you're a plumber, male or female, I've seen a lot of general contractors now that are females out there. You guys are grinding. I, I, I love that. Make sure that you guys come out, mortgage loan officers, escrow, title insurance. Man, one of the beautiful things I love about realtors is that the energy that they network with, the vision that they have, you know, the optimism that they have, it's so damn contagious, seriously. So make sure you come out. I'm going to post the link up this week, April the 18th from 10 a.m. <clears throat> from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's only two hours. Invest it back into your business. Invest it back into your dreams. If you're looking into getting into real estate and, 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 and you just want to see what it's really about, right? Come out. Come out. NAREP. And as a Nancy, A-H-R-E-P, the National Association of Hispanic Real Estate Professionals, San Fernando chapter. And I'm one of the board members there, so I give you guys a very special and exclusive invitation for you guys to come out it's going to cost you a few dollars but you know what it's worth it it's a tax write-off in your business it's it's a lot of things and it's more empowering to you so today we're going to be talking and it won't take long we're going to get straight to the point we're going to be talking about the three keys to having to having a successful or cultivating a successful workplace environment and you're like, Clint, I already have a very successful workplace environment. It really depends on what you mean by successful. If, you, if you're talking about money, yeah, I would probably equate that to some level of success, right? Some level of success. I don't think it's absolute success, right? Because what happens is, we need to make sure that there is is happiness 
that there's a culture. And today, and today, we're going to be talking about office culture, episode one. Episode one is going to be speaking about office culture and getting right and jumping right into this right now, jumping right in, jumping into this right now. Number one, key number one to fostering a good office culture within your business is destroying, eliminating the bureaucratic behavior that your manager runs in your office. And you're like, Clint, let me take a sip of this wine really quick because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm drinking a little bit of wine. You're like, Clint, I, I, don't, I don't really get it. What do you mean killing my bad management? If we're hitting weekly goals, if we're hitting, if we're hitting monthly goals, if we're, if we're hitting quarterly and yearly goals, right? If we're hitting those goals, what do you mean? What do you mean that we have to kill that bad management? My manager makes everything happen. He makes everything happen at all costs. And that's the problem right there. When you run, when you run your business at an all-cost environment, and you're like, well, it's not me. I'm the business owner. Everybody loves me. They love you, number one. They love you. You know why? Because you write they pay their paycheck. It's not because they actually appreciate who you are. They know that you side with your manager. With Michael, with Sally, with John, with, 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 with Mario. And you know what Mario does as a manager? You know what Sally does as a manager? It's treated, and not all businesses, but you know that your managers are treating your employees, your staff like crap. And you let it. And this is what happens. We need to come in. And make sure that they're not treating your employees like crap. Because you know what happens is it's killing, it's killing the office culture. And you're like, what do you mean? Everybody's happy when I walk in. Of course they're happy when you walk in because you're the owner. But your your employees' self-esteem is to the floor. When they get home, do you do you remember? Do you remember when when your mom would get home and how angry she was? Right? Because most of you guys, I, 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 most of you guys, I mean, I know I come from, my mother was an immigrant. She cleaned houses for 30-something years. She got here in 67, 68, 69 and cleaned houses day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. Cleaned houses. And sometimes... You know what? Those, those, those homeowners would treat my mom like crap. But I always saw my mother come home very happy. But some of us, some of us, our dads or our moms, and I'll be honest, I've had days where I've came home not happy at all, frustrated, angry. And what happens? We take it off on the kids. We take it off on our spouses. We take it off on our girlfriends. We take it off on our mothers. We take... We, we kick the dog. And you're like, 
Well, that has nothing to do. No, it has everything to do with you. Because you're the business owner and you're letting this bad management behavior take place. Number two, bad management begins to kill your employees' self-esteem. And what happens is this, right? What happens is this. Your employees do not give you 100% of their... Of what's in them at their employment, at, at their off, at your office, or at your job place. Why? Because they know that Sally, that John, the manager, that's running the business like as if it was his, is treating them like crap. Bad management will destroy your company. It will destroy your business. It will destroy your employees' self-esteem. And guess what? You will not. You will not expand. You will not expand. Because bad management, aside from them treating your employees like crap, number one. Number two, they're not really helping your employees grow. And management is there to manage and develop talent. Very, very important. Very, very important to make sure that management is... Is not only managing your employees, but making sure that they're helping their employees. I had a very good friend that she she has a um, a pretty good a pretty good practice. I'm not going to say what kind of practice, but she has a very good practice. And and I saw her, all the resources, all, everything that she did for her for her for her team, like just resources, resources, support, support, like and. And I just always admire her. And she's my client. But and I admire her because she she did everything she could to help her team. And that's what you do. Because no one can walk away from your business saying, you know what? That office there, that office there treated me like crap. Because bad news spreads quicker than good news. And we want good news to spread out faster than we want bad news. Number three, the bad management. Now, you know very, very well. You know very, very well that sometimes, or maybe you turn the blind eye. But many times, you know that your, 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 your management is mishandling cash in your business. And you're like, what do you mean? Is he pocketing money? No, he doesn't do that. He probably puts a little bit more of extra cash in, in a few other of his, of his favorite employees or, or, or shifts around hours or gives hours or favors hours more to that, to that employee that really doesn't do anything for your business, doesn't really do much for your business other than, other than, than just show up. He probably does what he needs to do, but he doesn't do what he has to do. And there's a difference. There's a very, very, very big difference to that. And so what we want to do here is make sure that your manager is handling the money correctly. Not putting an extra 50, 60, 70, 80 dollars in, in, in their favorite employees' pockets in their paycheck. Which leads me, which segues me to this. Point number two to creating 
which is office culture, a better office culture, right? Point number two is trust. And what happens is this. When your employees are coming up to you, knocking on your door and saying, excuse me, boss, I think there's, um, I think I have a few dollars that are, sh- I think my short, my, my check's short like a hundred, two hundred bucks, 75 bucks, $65. I think I'm missing, but you know what they say? They don't say that. What they say is I'm, I'm short a couple, a couple of hours on my paycheck. Do you know what's happening here? Either you know very well what's happening or your manager or Sally or John knows very well what's happening. But there's no reason, there is no reason to have your employees ask you why their paycheck is short. There's no reason for that. And this is where trust factor comes in. And this what trickles, this, this, this atmosphere, you know what it does? It trickles over to your clients, to the people that you're dealing with. Because since you're since you're shorting their paycheck, they short your customers. It's it's on your Yelp. If if you go back to your Yelp and you kind of just sift through that, you it's an algorithm. It's an algorithm, and you can quickly begin to point out and see where exactly the behaviors are coming from. And it, you, and you know what rule number one is in business? Everything falls on the business owner. Everything falls on you. I stopped blaming other people for my failures a few years ago because I was always trying to blame people for, 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 for my shortcomings. But guess what? It's my fault. It's my fault because I, I, I absolutely agree with what Gary Vee says. You try to cut corners. And what happens is this. If you're letting your manager cut corners on your employees and you're not and 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 you're not really you're not bringing that up you're letting you're letting your you're letting your managers you're letting your manager just i mean you're letting your manager just just walk the mile on your team right because they're your team they're not your manager's team it's your business it's 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 your baby it's your operation Yeah, it's yours. It's absolutely yours. So there's no reason to create this 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 distrust in the air in your business operation because the moment your employees start not trusting you and they start questioning you about their paycheck is because something is happening in the infrastructure, something's happening in the accounting, something's happening in the payroll, something is happening and you better act quick. To trust the next point, number two, is this short versus long term. And you say, what do you mean by that, Clint? What do you mean short term versus long term? Mindset. Short term mindset is this. Well, you know what? If 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 if, if Juan or little Johnny or Melissa is really not happy with our office culture, with our office environment, then what? Yeah, you always say that, right? They can leave, right? And so what happens is this. You're okay with that, but it's not okay for your business. It's not okay for your operation. 
for you to have a turnover ratio of employees just leaving because it either they like it or they don't like it. They can deal with it. I don't care. That's a very, very bad mindset. Short-term mindset. Versus long-term mindset. What's long-term mindset? You know what? We, we need to fix John and Sally's the management behaviors on how they're treating our employees. Because guess what? John and Sally really doesn't care about this business because the business is not theirs. They're not paying the taxes. They're not filing the corporation. They're not sitting with the, with, with the accountant and with the financial advisor and with the tax attorneys. It's me. And if I get sued because of their behavior, it's going to be me. That's long-term because long-term you start worrying about your office feeling, your office culture, your office, you know, their sentiment. Are they happy or are they not happy? You should worry about that because you know what? You know what one thing I really admired about Chase? You know what really, you know, I absolutely love this about Chase when I was working at Chase as a banker. They used to send out a survey. They sent out a survey asking, asking us to rate our managers, to rate the operation, to rate how they treated us, to rate how, you know, to survey if they were happy with us or not, if, 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 if we were happy with them or not. I get it. You got to stick to business. Business, the business has to run. The business has to function. I get it. But as well, too, there needs to be an atmosphere. There needs to be, there needs to be an, an osmosis. There needs to be a synergy. There needs to be a synergy because if you don't have a synergy, you're going to lose. Send out a survey. Ask your employees. Send out a survey. Ask them if they're okay with how you're treating them. Why not? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you really want to know? I'm serious. Wouldn't you really want to know if you if they're happy with you or not? Cuz you know what? It hurts you so much for you to know if they're happy with you or not. So you you go off the smiles of when you walk into the office when they smile at you you're like, "Oh, well they're happy. They're smiling at me. They're happy. They joke around with me. They pat me on my back." Doesn't mean they're happy. They're happy that you're writing their paycheck, and and it brings me it, it it brings me to this point, point C right now, in trust, which is this. Why don't you pay them more? There's no reason for an employee to come ask you why their paychecks are short. Add an extra fifty bucks to their check. Add an extra twenty five dollars to their check. You know what they can do with 25, 30 bucks, even 100 bucks? They can take their family out. They can take themselves out. They can put 50 bucks a month extra into a retirement account. Because you might not, I'm not sure if you even offer a 401k and health insurance benefits or a financial services platform for your employees for them to, to maximize their money, put money in their, in their, in their future. You know, if you offer that, your, your employees would be a lot more happier. Pay them more. I, 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 you know what? If you pay them more, I guarantee you, they will they will give you twelve hours of work instead of you're paying them for eight, and they're only giving you five hours of work because of the trust. You know what? He's shorting me 50, 60, 70 bucks a paycheck. He's he's. He, 
Like, I'm missing a couple hours on my paycheck. All right, cool. You know what? I'm not going to work as hard. I'll check my phone. I'll do this. I'll do that. I act like I'm working, and I'll work when he's in the office. Affects your bottom line. Affects your net-net. If you pay them more, you will get more. You will get more out of your business. Your salesman will run the mile for you. And it brings me over to this. The people who have brokerages, the people who have firms, financial advisor firms, insurance firms, real estate brokerages, mortgage loan office uh, brokerages. You know what happens? You have a lot of naive people many times in your business that they're looking to, how could I explain it? They're looking to make more money, right? Because that's why we're in sales. We want to make more money. So what happens is this. You think by shorting your employees, or excuse me, your 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 self-employed employees, one percent, point twenty-five percent, three percent, five percent on their commissions, especially the young ones, right? They they might not really know too much, or maybe the ones that that are not you know really educated that well. They're trusting you as the business operator to write to cut the correct check. But you're keeping an extra one, two, three, four percent because you know what? You know that they're not doing the math. They're not doing the math. But you're keeping cash. Do you honestly really think that that's going to make your business grow? What type of rate of return? What kind of karma? What kind of what kind of like what what kind of doors do you think are you're you're, you're opening? Seriously, what kind of doors do you think you're opening? Because once those people, once those, once they get educated, once they start figuring out the contracts, they're gonna be like, "What? This is what he was doing?" And there goes, there goes your reputation out of the door, out, 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 out of the window, because you're shorting them. You pay them more, they'll bring in more. Especially if you have rainmakers. Especially if you want to attract rainmakers. They'll pay you more. How are they going to pay you more? They'll pay you more with their work ethic. They'll bring in sales. They'll close deals. They'll, they, they, they'll run the mile for you. And say, boss, you know what? Just sit back on this. Let me go do this for you. But no, you're shorting the money. So there's no trust in the environment. This had to be spoken about today. You can like it if you want. You can not like it if you want. But I've seen it, and I and I and I see it right now. And the higher up I go in in, in working with with different clients, the more the the more of this behavior that disgusts me that I see. I share it individually as my thoughts, and I share it because I think it needs to be shared. So that way, us business owners, we start changing the atmosphere. We start changing the environment. On how we're treating our employees. And sometimes and many times we treat the employees that we sometimes we treat our employees not the way they should be treated. I think one of the reasons why I, I, I feel like I've been so successful in my practice is that every single client that I deal with, I, I treat them like family. 
I treat I, I see everybody like family. It's like it's like it's like it's like Coco in the movie Coco. The world is my family. I I, I love everybody, man. I mean seriously, seriously. I I don't care your skin, race, gender. I, I, I just I don't care. I just care about who you are as a person. And and, and, and and when they ask me, when they ask me as a financial advisor, who do you work with? I work with anybody. I work with anybody that has vision. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Office culture is one of the biggest it's one of the the biggest the biggest things. That business owners oversee in their business operation because they just don't take the time to really figure out if their ha- if their employees, if their teams, if their administrative assistant is happy or not. They just go based off of smiles of when they walk into the office and think that everybody's happy. Uh-uh. Office culture. Kill that bad manager. Fire him. Send him out of the door. He's gonna. Co- he brings you more of a liability than what you think. You make as a profit from him managing your employees. Your team, your underlying team, is more important to you than that, than that, than that, than that bad, than that bad POS manager that you have. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, seriously. And number two, trust. Create a trust environment within within your office culture. Don't don't have your employees question you about if your if your if your employees are if if your if their paycheck is low or not i mean just don't, i mean don't 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 let that happen really because if 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 that happens it just it, it just you know what it, it just it just kills it kills your operation really it kills your operation and our, and my thing today is is building businesses bu- building operations building building clean functional businesses for latinos blacks Asians, whites, everybody. Just let's start looking at stuff different. Oh well, I run my business like this because my grandfather ran his business like this. Ah, you know what? Your grandfather, your grandfather worked back in the fifties and the sixties and the seventies when when there was racism, when it when it was okay, quote unquote, right? When it was okay to treat, you know, the immigrant like 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 they were a piece of crap. It was okay to it was okay within society. At that time, back in the day, in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, to treat, you know, people of color the certain way, right? And even certain white people would get treated like like trash too, because Irish people weren't weren't looked upon favorably. So everybody's gone through something, right? And I think if, if I think us having business operations and communities. If we start helping our communities by helping our employees by, by by living a better life, right? And you're helping your employees by living a better life because you have a business operation that's putting money in their pocket and you're helping them. So you're already bettering you're you're bettering your community. So don't add to the to to you know to to the family divorces and problems and you know by 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 mistreating your employees because they go home to an unhappy they, they they an unhappy employee comes home to 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 a happy home and destroys it because they're not happy because of the way they're being treated. Thank you guys for tuning in. These are just my thoughts. This is um my financial specialist business life one conversation at a time. You guys have any questions, just DM me. 
on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, leave me a message here, uh, or you can you can send me a text or call me eight one eight two three one one three six nine. Have a beautiful Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. Seriously, I'm very thankful. Again, you can catch me on Anchor FM. You can download the app. It's for the for those of you who have uh, uh, your Apple phones. You can catch me on on the podcast app. Just search for Clint Marmon or at My Financial Specialist and on Google Music as well. Enjoy your Sunday with your family, you guys. Big hug and a kiss, and you guys have a beautiful day. Peace.